Welcome back to A Book Binger. My name's Shelby, and I am a girl who's binging a new book each week instead of binging Netflix. Let's get started on this week's book. Hello, fellow book lovers. Another week, another book. I finished the book Winter Garden by Kristen Hanna. My boss actually lent me this book. And I was super excited because my boss is also an avid book reader, and I was telling her about my podcast and my goals to read a new book each week, and she lent me this one. I had never heard of Kristen Hanna. Also, fun fact is because I never really paid attention to authors before I became a part of this book community, and I've really appreciated that community because It's allowed me to follow these authors. It's allowed me to really gain a connection with them and their books. Because when I was just reading books, I would try to find the most interesting stories. I would look for titles that popped out to me. I would look for um, genres that I liked. So I wasn't necessarily following the authors. And I have started to do so. I've seen a lot of people also start to read her other book, The Great Alone, and that's on my to-be-read list as well. So it's been really interesting that I have seen so many people um, flock to Kristen Hanna, and not only that my boss lent me this book by her. And when my boss gave me this book, she had just told me that it was a really great story about a mother and daughter's bond, and so I didn't have anything to base it off of. I actually also didn't read the book description. Most of the time I don't. If I get a book recommendation, I just dive right in. So I was thrown for a loop. I wasn't really expecting what I read. (laughs) And I liked that though. I liked the mystery of it. But for you guys, I am going to read that book blurb. And again, for those who don't remember what a book blurb is, it's the synopsis or the book description. So here it goes. Can a woman ever really know herself if she doesn't know her mother? From the author of the smash hit bestseller, Firefly Lane and True Colors, comes a powerful heartbreaking novel that illuminates the intricate mother-daughter bond and explores the enduring links between the present and the past. Meredith and Nina Whitston are as different as sisters can be. One stayed at home to raise her children and manage the family apple orchard. The other followed a dream and traveled the world to become a famous photojournalist. But when their beloved father falls ill, Meredith and Nina find themselves together again, standing alongside their cold, disapproving mother, Anya, who even now offers no comfort to her daughters. As children, the only connection between them was the Russian fairy tale Anya sometimes told the girls at night. On his deathbed, their father extracts a promise from the women in his life. The fairy tale will be told one last time, and all the way to the end. Thus begins an unexpected journey into the truth of Anya's life in war-torn Leningrad more than five decades ago. Alternating between the past and present, Meredith and Nina will finally hear the singular, harrowing story of their mother's life, and what they learn is a secret so terrible and terrifying that it will shake the very foundation of their family and change who they believe they are. I love this book description. 
because it definitely brings into light the feelings, the intensity, and also the coldness that this this book will bring. I really liked reading it at this time of year because it does have that cold winter feeling, although some of it isn't told in the wintertime. It kind of goes throughout a different couple seasons in the life of Meredith, Nina, and Anya, but the main story that is being told is set in a cold, dark feeling. And I, I've talked to a couple of people before how they actually feel cold when they're reading something that's being described as cold. And that's how I feel. And so it was really fun to read this on cold days, huddled up in my blanket next to the fire and being able to really put myself into this book. Now, this story also by the first sentence alone, can a mother ever really know herself if she doesn't know her mother? That question seemed a little odd to me because I thought, well, that shouldn't matter. You know, she's her own person. Her mother is her own person. She's her own person. So what would it matter if she didn't know her mother? And for those of you who know me, know that I have a really strong connection with my mother. And so I've never really had to think about that. As I got further into this book, that question kept popping up into my mind a lot more and understanding what that question really meant and why it's important. I thought about those women who were orphaned at a young age or who were adopted or who, like the two women in this book, had their mother their whole life but never really got to know her. And as I read more, it became apparent to me that it is an important thing to know who your mother is, to know yourself. I am so fortunate to know my mom in such a deep connection because she's been there from the beginning, always there, always constant in my life. We talk all the time, almost every day, and we are very similar. And I think because I know her so well, I know myself so well. There are attributes in my life where I can make that connection to hers. And then that also makes our connection even deeper. So this question, at first, I was kind of put off by it thinking, what does it matter? You know, independent women, you are your own. You make who you want to be. But it is sad when you're not able to know your mother on that level. And there are feelings of loss and disconnect and wonder. On the opposite end, I can make that same comparison, but with my father. You know, is it the same thing? Not quite. There's, you know, obviously a different feeling between mother and daughter bond versus father and daughter bond. But that is the connection I can make to you women who don't have that connection with your mother is I can sort of understand it because I can definitely see that on the end of my father. He wasn't always there in my life. And uh, there have always been questions of, you know, well, you know, who am I because of him? Um, What could I have been if he was in my life? All these different questions. And so I can see those questions pop up now. And if I put my mindset into turning it towards a mother, um, I, I feel you. I feel that pain. I feel that 
heartache. And I'm sorry for those of you who had to ask that question to yourself and who are searching for those answers. Um, again, I know that's not with a lot of women, but we can always, you know, have some sort of connection with that, even if it was just a moment in our life. This book, though, really brought out the trials and the discomfort of having someone in your immediate family not be as warm and, and affectionate as we would like them to be. And that also brought in a lot of feelings as well, because um, everybody, there's always one person in your family, whether it is immediate or extended, there's somebody in your family who you just can't connect with. And you either always disagree with, you always have a fight with, or you just don't want to even be around them physically. And with this book, it was really good at explaining those emotions. I could feel them on a deep level. It brought in that connection of my own personal life, especially with my sister, who I am disconnected with. We haven't spoken in years. That had a lot of effect on me reading this book. These two sisters, they were really, really close growing up. They were best friends. And then, you know, in their adult life, they started to gain their freedom and make their own choices. And this is how I feel with my sister and I. We were super close growing up, at least I think so in a lot of parts. And then once, you know, we became adults, we we haven't spoken in years. And it's extremely sad, but I was able to really understand these emotions and um, feelings that were being displayed in this book to a personal level. And so with that being said, it was kind of hard for me to want to keep reading. Not that I didn't, you know, want to keep reading because the book was well written and it had such a great story, but just because my own emotions were getting heightened by having that personal connection. But I'm so glad that I did keep pushing forward because the story, the main story that their father had asked their mother to tell these girls the Russian fairy tale story from beginning to end was phenomenal. And I haven't ever really had a fascination with the Russian culture just because I feel like it's kind of distant from my life. I'm in America. I haven't experienced a lot of even Russian people. I've had some friends who have gone on a Latter-day Saint mission for the church in Russia, and they have shared their experiences there, the people, the culture, and it's beautiful. I, I thought that it was just an amazing culture. But as I've started reading this book, it really brought out those emotions and those feelings of um, connection and of ancestry and also of heartbreak. And it was, it was phenomenal. The story is amazing. And I encourage each of you to go and to read this book because there is, there is a lot that goes on in this book. It's a pretty thick book, which I love. My slogan is always the bigger the book, the better. I love thick books. I feel like they just add more description to the characters. They add more context to the story. And I feel myself really being able to picture myself in this place. There's no disconnect of, wait, what would that look like? Or what does that feel like? Or what is this trying to say? 
the bigger the book, the more description, the more understanding. And so this is how I felt with this book, Winter Garden, is that there wasn't anything that was left out. It, if anything, it was overly descriptive, which I, I love. I love that. And so this had a lot of a lot of meaning. It had a lot of, again, heartbreak. It had a lot of overcoming difficulties and it had a lot of communication and it had a lot of personal growth and a lot of uh, familial growth, which is so hard. If you guys think about your own families and the things that you've had to change in your life to grow closer to somebody, it's hard. It's uncomfortable, but it's so rewarding and the success you find is invaluable. And this is what that story brings to light. The ending was a complete shock. <laughs> Please, I need somebody else to go read this book because I need to talk about the ending with you. I need to relay all of my feelings and all of the suppression that I've had because of this book. Again, my boss gave it to me, but I don't get to interact with my boss on uh, a level like this very often. And so I haven't had the opportunity to share my thoughts with her yet. So please, somebody go read this book, Winter Garden by Kristen Hanna. I need to talk to you about it. I need to find you. Let's meet up. Let's talk. I want you guys to know that I love doing this podcast. It's been so fun to bring others on and to be able to hear their opinions and why they like books and what stories really bring the most to their life. I want to have more people on this podcast. I want to have more um, genres on this podcast. I have so much joy in reading different books, in reading a book each week. I have escaped my boring life as of right now. It's, you know, it's winter. There's not much to do. So I have loved my growing stack of to read books. And I have loved just conversing with all of you about it. So thank you so much for supporting me. Don't forget to go subscribe. Don't forget to follow me. There is a new podcast each week. And again, I'm just a girl who's binging books instead of Netflix. Thanks so much, my fellow book lovers. I'll see you next week. If you would like to support the podcast, A Book Binger, visit the website, abookbinger.wordpress.com. There's always subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Don't forget to check out the Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter profiles so you're always caught up on the content A Book Binger is reading, the next content she is looking to read, and the guest star appearances of who she brings on for the recommendation she has received. Please don't forget to subscribe. There is so much that we want you to hear, and there's so much more to come. She's always looking for more readers to join her on this podcast, so don't forget to reach out. Her website has an email address that you can send in requests to, comments to, and suggestions. Thanks again for listening to a girl who is just binging books instead of Netflix.